My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, hello. This is Dominique Drew. Welcome back. It's good to see, sort of see, hear all of you guys out there. Happily broadcasting from Asheville, North Carolina. Welcome one, welcome all. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to initiate relationships. Uh, you know, there's a lot of information out there about pick up, uh, you know, pick up artist techniques and tips and tricks and things like that. And a lot of what I go into in this show uh, and in my work is quite a bit deeper than that, uh, really into the psychological reasons of how you, you know, keep yourself single and, and how to address that, uh, so that you can find that relationship that you've been looking for. So a uh, quick intro for me. My name is Domini Drew. I <clears throat> am a coach and consultant for single men. I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. I do that through a course I've developed called The Art of Attraction, which is an eight-week intensive um, coaching course that takes people from, you know, being lonely and frustrated in the dating scene, you know, and it really shows them, um, it really takes them all the way from point A to point B, okay? Uh, I teach them how to find and create long-term meaningful relationships with a woman they can really see themselves spending their life with, and I do that through step-by-step personal and relationship coaching. So, you know, my intention with, with that work is to really show you um, how it is that you're holding yourself back. You know, there's a large element of it that's, that's self-sabotage and, um, and, and that creates a huge amount of frustration and the people that I talk to, you know, I've spoken to uh, three people today, new clients who were really interested in, um, you know, we're, we're experiencing a huge amount of loneliness, you know, it's a, an eight, nine and 10 out of 10 on loneliness scale. Um, and really, you know, unhappy. They're, they they don't want to date and, and mess around. They really want to find someone they really like. And so it creates a huge amount of frustration. Um, and a lot of that frustration comes out in the dating scene, which is what I want to talk about today. So <clears throat> you can contact me during the show if you're inclined. I'm on Twitter at Domini Drew. That's spelled D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W. Don't be shy to ask me how to spell my name or how to pronounce it. I get that a lot. <laughs> it is actually Domini. I'm also online at DominiDrew.com. And same thing on Instagram at DominiDrew. And you're also welcome to call into the show if you have questions today. The phone number is 708-793-7769. And again, that's 708 793 7769. 
So let's talk about the early stages of, uh, of, of picking up in clubs, of talking to women, of initiating. Um, a lot of the people who come and, and work with me have major issues in the area of confidence. Confidence is a really big thing, especially for, um, for men, although it really is for everyone. And I do work with, with women as well. Um, but I really specialize in working with men um, for a number of reasons. One is that, um, you know, there's, there's very few resources out there for men. There's a huge amount of resources for women. Um, everywhere I look, it seems there are support groups and clubs and hospitals and nonprofits and organizations and, and coaching groups. And they're all geared specifically for women, women entrepreneurs, women who are sick, women who are healthy, women who want more, you know, all these things. And, you know, I look for, for men's groups and I hear crickets. It, it, it is true though, isn't it? I mean, if you look around the world, there's all this support for women, all this support for, um, for femininity and being a strong, you know, a powerful, healthy woman, which is great, by the way. Um, I think that should absolutely be out there. I just also think there should be the same availability for men who want to better themselves and figure their shit out and, you know, stop banging their head against the wall. <laughs> and, and other, <laughs> other, um, uh, other, you know, high goals that we have in life. <laughs> so, so I want to talk today a little bit about the initial stages. Now, uh, I was going to include online dating in this, and I think I'm actually going to do online dating in its own, um, its own format because online dating in itself is just, um, is just a, a huge nest of, um, of, you know, your, your beliefs getting in the way, um, you know, you'll, you'll come in to, you know, using Tinder and you'll be like, oh, nobody reads the, the, uh, profile part. They just look at photos. So then you don't fill out the profile. And then of course, nobody can read the profile. And, you know, then you, you end up getting the response that you originally <laughs> were afraid of getting. And that happens a lot in one way or another is that we, we come in with a certain, belief about what's going to happen. And then sure enough, it happens. And, and we've, we've really orchestrated ourselves without realizing it in order like to, to line that up to happen. Like without meaning to, we've really, you know, caused that to happen um, in a lot of ways. So that's some of the levels in which I, um, in which I work with people. So, <clears throat> so within this, I want to go uh, pick out a couple of things. So let's go with confidence pickup game and initiation. Okay. So this is, um, walking into, you know, the place wherever you want to go to meet women. Okay. So that's what, so it takes confidence to walk in the ability to actually pick them up and then how to actually initiate that conversation. All right. So let's go through that today. So first block this whole thing, right? Lack of confidence. Okay. This is huge. All right. If you experience this a lot, don't feel like you've got problems that other people don't have. This is absolutely massive. You could almost say that it's just about um, worldwide. Like it's just about spread across the entire human race. Um, and so, so it's very, comp you know, it's, 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 um, it's scary to go into something when you, when you have no confidence about it. Right. And not everybody struggles with this, but it's, as I said, it is very common. So what is it? All right. So lack of confidence, basically, as I just said, it's fear. 
okay? If you are without fear, you do not have confidence problems, okay? There's another element of it, which is belief in yourself, okay? Now, um, let's talk about fear first, okay? If you were fearless, you know, if you weren't afraid of, you know, her reaction, getting turned down, what she's going to say, all these sorts of things, then you wouldn't have issues being confident in yourself, right? So, so what is this fear of? Okay. Mostly it's of rejection. That is what people generally are afraid of when they're, you know, interested in going up and speaking to a woman, they're afraid of being rejected, right? Rejection, humiliation, abandonment, things like that. So, so a couple of things here. If you find that this is stopping you from going out and meeting women, okay, you're not even getting out the door probably because this is so uncomfortable for you. It's so uncomfortable to, you know, to, to risk rejection. And yes, the fact of the matter is you are risking rejection, okay? The, the reason it's not as scary as you're making it is because rejection doesn't equal death, okay? It's not gonna kill you. It's not even gonna come close to killing you. It doesn't even, it doesn't even need to really phase you. But again, remember how I mentioned that we kind of create what we believe will be so, you're, if you walk in right now, you're going to prove yourself right, right? You're going to walk in without confidence. You're going to speak to someone. You're likely to get rejected. Even if it's gentle, you're going to make a huge thing out of it in your head. Okay. So, and then you're going to focus on it and focus on it, and focus on it. And you're going to blow it up portion and that's going to prove yourself right. Okay. So you see how, how our experience is actually very much tied to what we think and see and feel rather than what is objectively accurate. In fact, about 93% of life is your projection of it. That, that's actually a, a, a rough approximation, but an accurate one. <laughs> and it is absolutely that high. You don't see half of what's really there. You really don't. You know, until you start seeing, you know, it's, it's like we grow up, we have these experiences when we're a kid and they form a kind of screen in front of our face. And, and so we're always seeing things through the screen. So as you're seeing through the screen, you're mistaking that for reality, right? Because here you are, uh, oh, I'm looking right at it. I mean, look, I walked in, you know, I, I, I told you I couldn't get women. I walked in, I spoke to a woman, she told me to go to hell. See, told you, okay? You have to understand on, on, a, on a spiritual and psychological level how far humans will go to prove themselves right. They will die. Like it is, it is wild. It's like, it's like a, an urge being right is like an urge equivalent to, um, you know, the, the urge to stay alive, you know, the survival instinct, which is massively strong. So, so, so proving yourself right is, is really likely to happen. So the, the way out of that, and we talk about this, you know, from time to time is that is, is to recognize the screen. Okay, recognize the difference between what you're putting out there and proving yourself right with and what is actually objective reality. And that is absolutely possible to do. Okay, that's what I teach people to do every day. So, so, um, so you walk in with this lack of confidence, you know, you're, you're, you already, already decided how it's going to go. Okay, so, so we start with this. So we start with this, this fear, this fear of rejection. Okay, so, 
if the fear of rejection is strong enough to even keep you from going in to meet someone, okay, let's say you're going into a coffee shop where there's like a group meeting or something and you're going there to meet women, right? And, and you're, it, it paralyzes you with fear. I mean, this is, this is really, as I said, this is not uncommon. It's really not. And um, so if it's that strong, okay, what could you possibly be afraid of? Because rejection isn't, isn't that terrifying, right? Um, rejection is just someone telling you no, which can actually be done very kindly and should be done very kindly, ladies um, and gentlemen. I've been, I've been turned down rather, uh, rather abruptly before. It can, it, can, it can be a little painful, but a little painful is not enough to paralyze you with fear from walking in the door. Does that make sense? So if you have, if you have a, if you're, if your fear is to the level where it's paralyzing you like that, and a lot of people, for a lot of people it is, then that's just not, that's not just the fear of being rejected. Okay. As far as the objective act of being rejected. So, but again, we've got the screen, right? So you're seeing this rejection in a certain way. Rejection means something to you. Rejection itself just means that woman wasn't, you know, it said no. You don't even know that she wasn't interested. All you know is that she said no. Okay. That's not a life or that's, that's not enough to, you know, paralyze one with fear. So what is it that you are attaching to rejection? This is step one. What does rejection mean in your head? Okay. And when you look at this objectively, this is the process of starting to see that screen. Okay. I've started to recognize how you see the world as how you see the world. Not how the world is. Those are very different worlds. <laughs> They're not even slightly off worlds. They're very different worlds. So, if, if you're the type of person who's, who's paralyzed with a lack of confidence, okay, paralyzed with fear when you think about speaking to women, what does that rejection mean for you? How are you interpreting it? And, and put yourself in the situation. You're going into, you know, to meet a woman. Okay, maybe you've talked online. Maybe you have no idea who's in there and you see someone you're attracted to, whatever. You see someone, you walk over to her, you proposition her, and she says, no, I'm not interested. Okay. Does the idea of that make you go, meh, whatever new day tomorrow, or does it make you cringe deep inside, right? Does it make you, you know, curl up in the fetal position <laughs> with, with fear and shame and humiliation? <laughs> okay, if it's the latter, that's what we call a trigger. That's an emotional trigger, okay? So something happens that reminds you of something else that has happened to you in the past, usually in childhood, that you're transferring over this experience, because that experience in itself, objectively, just having girls say no thank you, is not that bad. Okay, is that making sense? So, so in one way or another, okay, looking at what that rejection means for you will be very, very, very powerful. All right, that will tell you a lot about yourself, which gets you on the road to straighten your, straightening yourself out, okay? Um, 
And, and I'll go on in just a second, but I just want to say again, there is nothing that terrifying in the world of dating. Okay. I mean, seriously, like let's, let's look at like a, a common, like nightmare scenario. Let's say you put yourself out there. Okay. You're not very confident. You put yourself out there to a beautiful woman and let's say she's just a total bitch about it, right? Let's just say she like laughs and walks away, you know, and talks to her, you know, you can see her talking to her friends and pointing to you or something like that. Let's just say she's a total fucking bitch about it. Look at that situation objectively if you can, okay? You made a proposition, okay? She wasn't interested. That's all that objectively happened, right? And then she was a total bitch about it. So really, that actually reflects badly on her. She handled that situation like a child, okay? That is not someone that you, if you are a, you know, sane, conscious, educated human being, want to be with, okay? And that's really important. Um, I see a lot of men going for any woman they can possibly get and then being pissed when it doesn't work out. Now, you know, it's like the Tinder thing. They just get online on Tinder and just swipe for absolutely anyone, right? Just swipe right and just, just for more options. You know, I'm talking to women who, who um, they can't tell if they're interested or not and they keep disappearing or they get ghosted and all this shit. And you're like, yeah, but of course, like, why, why are you pursuing this woman? She's an asshole. Like, women are not all created equal, okay? Some men are assholes. Some men are like salt of the earth. Same thing with women, okay? So if you have a woman who is outwardly cruel to you, like the situation I just described, then feel free to leave that on her. Do you see what I mean? That's not about you. All right, now is part of it about you? Yes, take, take the learning for yourself, okay? Not the judgment and the self-blame to make the self-confidence issue worse, okay? But like, take some learning from that. Huh, that didn't work. All right, what can I do better next time? Okay, it's like business. Fail forward and fail faster. You're not gonna not fail. <laughs> That's not how business works. It's not how life works. Sometimes you're gonna fail. So learn to love it, okay? Put some positive meaning on it instead of negative meaning. Um, you know, getting rejected may not mean whatever it means in your head. We're about to go into that in a minute. Um, it may just mean that she's kind of cruel. And did you really want that woman anyway? Okay, so don't just assume that because she's a woman, you know, she holds, she's, she's automatically a quality woman. Yes, does she hold some, some, some power in this world? Absolutely, because, um, you know, women can, can sometimes be kind of the, the keepers of sex in a way. You know, men tend to want sex more than women. Um, more often, you know, uh, and even so, these are like huge, rough generalizations and trends. But, but you know, this it, it is how I, I see it happening is, is, you know, men just assume that, you know, well, if a woman will have sex with me, like that's a win. Or, or you know, older men, you know, men in their 40s, 50s, and they get an 18-year-old woman or a woman in her 20s, and they think that's like automatically a win. Oh, I had sex with this woman. And I go, did you, did you talk to her? Did you like her? No. No, not really. <laughs> okay. Was it worth it? Like, because now there's drama and there's fussing. And I'm telling you, these guys are sort of like in it no matter what. It's like, well, I'm talking to this woman. She's so hot, but it's been nothing but drama. And it's been this or that. And it's been, you know, and she's, she disappears or she's always in a fight or she, you know, yada, yada, yada. You're like, okay, it's okay to screen people in life, guys. Screen people. These are not, these bitches are not who you want around. You want quality bitches. Okay. <laughs> Look for quality bitches. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll go into that another time. So 
So, so why is it that this rejection means so very much to you, right? Why is it so much more painful than it really needs to be? Okay. One of the main reasons is that if, if rejection is something that is a huge deal for you, it's often a sign that you're wrapping up your self-worth in what is happening with this woman, okay? You're putting your self-worth outside of yourself, okay? You're giving it to her, <clears throat> all right? What you're, what you're kind of doing is giving away your power, all right? And you're giving it to her. This is fucking crazy, Okay, let's look at that scenario we just looked at. So you have low self-confidence, you walk into a bar, you get rejected, okay? You are crushed, right? Who knows this story, am I right? So you come home and you're, you're crushed. Your evening is, you know, messed up. Your, you know, your, your emotions are in the toilet. You know, it's a wreck, right? So <clears throat> how on earth, could that have happened from that one interaction? You literally walked in, saw a woman you were attracted to, and then gave her all the responsibility for how you feel about yourself. You didn't even realize you were doing that, but that's what you were doing. You, you walk in and you see her and you decide that your self-value is dependent on her whatever, whim, mood, reaction that is totally based on her and, and how she sees you. And you have no idea who this woman is. This is like getting crushed by the woman who's a total bitch, right? If that's the type of woman she is, why on earth would you have wanted a positive response from her? Can you imagine going out with that woman? A woman who would ever treat another human being in such an incredibly degrading and shitty way. You see how it's started to form? And you're giving her all the power over your state of mind, health. I mean, people can run themselves into the ground with these, with these thoughts. It doesn't go well. You run it over your head over and over and over again. You focus on the negative. You thought I'm worthless. Even she hates me. She's right. I'm wrong. How on earth is she right? You don't even know this woman. You've literally never met her, pretty much. And, all, and But suddenly you're giving her the power over your own perspective, which you've had for exactly as many years as you've been alive. So this is really important, okay? You're wrapping up your self-worth in what is happening with this woman who you've literally never met. Starting to see how crazy that sounds? You've just met her. You know nothing about her. She could be someone that you, you know, with vastly different values. And yet you're giving her the power to control your emotional state and sometimes even letting yourself be paralyzed by it. Okay? So <clears throat> this is, as I said before, this is a way of giving away your power. Okay? And men do this with women a lot. And honestly, the other way around too. Women, uh, you know, in, in general, we, we tend to um, 
we tend to put a lot of, of emphasis on how people and how people see us. Now, partially, this makes sense. A lot of it makes sense. Um, you know, evolutionarily, uh, if we were ostracized or rejected, right, from the, um, from the group, right, we would travel in nomadic tribes. Um, and we're, we're social creatures, right? We're not pack creatures, but we're social creatures. So, you know, we, we needed, I mean, truly, we did that because that's how it was best for us to survive. Some animals can survive better in packs. You know, wolves survive better in packs than when they're alone, right? Um, you know, some, uh, some whales, right, will travel that way, will we'll, uh, we'll live that way. We've, we've learned through the millions of years that we've, you know, evolved and, um, and, and learned what works best and adjusted accordingly that we survive best when there are other people around. So <clears throat> what that means is that on a cellular level, we know that if we're separated from the pack, if we're rejected, if we're ostracized, we'll die. Okay, so it makes sense that it matters what other people think of you. Don't, don't, don't feel badly about that. You know, some people are like, oh, you shouldn't care what people think. Eh, but you do. You do. And that's okay. That's all right. I do too. It, it, it does matter. Should it be your entire world? Eh, preferably not. Again, because of this. Okay. This is an extreme one end of the scenario um, type of thing here. Okay. If you, um, if you, if you put all of your eggs, you know, in the, your, your self-worth eggs, <laughs> this is getting weird, uh, <laughs> into some woman's basket. I don't know. I may have to think of another metaphor for that one. That's not great. All right. Well, anyway, the point is <laughs> if you're giving someone all of your, the, the, the power to determine your self-worth, you're fucked, right? That's not, that's not going to be a useful, that's not a useful place to be. Now, the other extreme is pretending you don't give a shit what anybody thinks. Okay, I don't need you. Oh, you don't, you don't, you're going to reject me? Well, I'm going to reject you first. Screw you. You know, that's also defended. Okay. One is, um, uh, uh, you know, puffed up. Right. One is um, uh, make that self-aggrandizing, right? I don't need anybody that's sort of narcissistic. I'm fine. Screw you, like underlying kind of middle finger to everything. And then the other side is, is complete collapse. Oh, it's just, uh, there's nothing I can do. I'm the worst. Everyone hates me. I'm unlovable. Okay. That's what you're hearing. If you have a hard of a time talking to women, um, and around rejection, then that's what you're actually hearing, okay? So when she rejects you, she's not just saying she's not interested, thank you very much, and maybe that could mean anything on her part, okay? In reality, in reality, rejection could mean anything, okay? So that's an important thing to know. All right, we'll go more into that in a minute. So, <clears throat> um, yes. Yeah, so, so you're giving you're giving over all this, you know, all of your all of your self worth over to her. So, um, I do see men do this a lot with women. Yes, it does happen the other way around. Um, but again, women are on a bit of a pedestal. I find in our world, at least in in Western culture, um, and I know that varies. That's obviously varied through time. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with the, the female movement per se, but what's happening in, in my view is that the pendulum is swinging pretty far the other direction. Okay. That's why, you know, there's sort of all this support for women and, and all these groups and places where only women can go and men can't go, which I think is great. I also think there should be places in the world where only men can go and women can't, you know, it's good to spend time with your own gender. So, um, you know, but can you imagine, you know, a place opening where only men can go? It's like, oh my God, that's crazy in this day and age. Mm-hmm. So anyway, pet peeve of mine. Okay, back to it. So, so, um, so the, the lack of confidence, fear is, is the main one, fear of rejection, humiliation, abandonment. Um, and and the, the second part of that is belief in yourself. Okay, now, belief in yourself is totally healable. Okay, you can get to the point where you can um, you can feel confident in yourself, you can grow into yourself, and you can begin to really trust yourself. Okay, I'm going to talk you through how to, how to begin doing that today. Um, but that's really the other, the other element of uh, lack of self-confidence, you know, b- believing in yourself. Okay, so part of it is that fear of of rejection, but then part of it is also trusting that you're going to be okay, no matter what happens. Okay. That's the difference between going through that exact same scenario that we just went through. You go in, you get rejected, you go out. That can be done a myriad of different ways. You could walk in, get rejected and collapse, you know, give you walk in with your power already given away. You've already decided that whatever she says is, is right. Right. Because otherwise there wouldn't be fear. You know, there would be excitement. And nervousness and excitement, as a side note, are actually very, very similar. Um, energetically, anxiousness and anticipation um, are, are actually kind of the same. <laughs> they're kind of the same uh, movement. They're the same energy. It's just whether or not you, remember the screen, whether or not your screen says that, you know, this is a good thing or a bad thing. And if it's a good thing, then it's excitement and anticipation. And if it's a bad thing, then it's nervousness and anxiety. Okay. So one of the tricks I learned to do um, quite some time ago was when I feel nervous, I sort of think, am I nervous or am I excited? Like, am I afraid this is going to go wrong or is it just like a really big deal? You know, it could go wrong, but do I need to sit in that? Is that going to, A, keep it from happening? (laughs) Um, You know, is that actually going to going to create any kind of difference or, you know, could you just as easily be excited? Okay. So this is actually really, um, this is a great thing that I've, uh, that I, I kind of discovered. I think I discovered that one on my own. Um, and it's a really, it's a really great trick. So when you're, when you're nervous, you know, check it out next time, see if you're actually nervous or if you're just excited. And I, I got a lot of, uh, I got rid of a lot of nervousness when I did that. So anyway, um, so that nervousness, the nervousness walking in, that scenario you could go a number of different ways. You could walk out being collapsed because you gave away your power and it didn't go well. Okay. You could walk in, get rejected, you know, and feel sad about it or feel hurt a little because you didn't know that woman. So it's not like your mother was rejecting you. Okay. It's a stranger. And you can go, oh, you know what? That was really unfortunate. Okay, what's for lunch? 
Okay? So that's the difference between the same scenario, walking in with your power and walking in without your power. Okay? If you, anytime you put, you know, your, your, the value of your self-worth outside yourself, you're vulnerable. You're really, really fucking vulnerable. Okay? And things can hurt a lot more. And that's how you prove yourself right. You put the power outside yourself because the self-responsibility makes, you know, makes you uncomfortable. Um, and it's kind of easier to, to put it over there. And then you, you know, it's, it's, it's an unstable place because you, it's not where your power belongs. So you're giving her your self-worth. It's unstable. It will inevitably not work out. And then you'll prove yourself right. Okay. So that belief in yourself um, is, is, is also what shifted between those two scenarios. If you don't believe in yourself, you walk in, you get rejected, and you're like, oh, see, I knew it, I'm crap. I was right, I'm the worst, nobody loves me. I'm unlovable. That's one of those things that will get triggered. One of the beliefs that will, um, will get triggered if you have a really difficult time with rejection, okay? If you get rejected and you are crushed by it, then there's, there's usually an underlying belief about your nature at your core, okay? It will be some huge statement. It won't just be like, yeah, you know, women don't really like me. It'll be like, oh my God, I'm unlovable. You know, I'm worthless. You know, the, the world is unsafe. See, I was right. The world is unsafe, right? So can you see how there's a loop that happens here? You start getting sort of, you start the, the fear and then you give, away your, you give away your power and then this instability is created and then it inevitably topples and then you're, in, you're a victim and people like the victim role, by the way. There's some, what we call negative pleasure in that, which means there's some comfort in having, uh, in being a victim because then it's not your fault. You know, it's women's fault. It's not me. Women just don't like me. Or, um, you know, women these days, they just don't, you know, I, I can't meet them because I can't go into clubs because I'm shy. And that's not where I want to meet women. That's all nonsense. Not that you have to meet women in clubs. You don't. But, but that thought in general, that's nonsense. You know, women are who they are. Okay. The times are what they are. And none of, that thi- none of those things are keeping you single at all. They're not keeping you from talking to women. You are. And until you, until you're, you really, really accept and understand that, pretty much nothing's going to change. Okay. Because anything else makes you a victim. Okay. So let's talk about what really could have happened (laughs) in that scenario. You walk in, you got rejected, you walk out. Okay. You assumed because you have, you know, if you're one of these people who has this lack of confidence issues, you have confidence issues. So you assume it's about you. Okay. There's actually a surprising amount of, um, uh, ego and narcissism that comes out of these two which is surprising because, um, you know, you tend to be like, oh, you have no self-confidence. Well, it's, you know, you, you don't have a strong sense of, of self and you don't have a strong sense of self, but you do tend to make everything about you. Okay. Which actually shows kind of this sort of um, self-centeredness, uh, literally a centeredness on self. And that's not a bad thing. You know, most people are that I'm quite self-centered and focused on myself. Um, that's not a bad thing to be. It's fine. Um, but it's interesting because these people tend to be, you know, they think little of themselves and yet in, a, in an underlying way, they kind of make everything about them. So you assume that it's about you. Okay. You take all of the responsibility for the interaction. She said no, because you 
are the worst and you're unlovable. And she knew that immediately, right? That's what you're, you're, you're saying because you saw that transaction through your screen and your screen, you know, in your particular situation says something like I'm worthless or stupid or undesirable. Okay. So in reality, (laughs) that rejection could have happened for a number of different reasons. Okay. Um, Let's say you guys um, were at a, um, we're at a, uh, some kind of a group thing together. And so you've seen her before and you decided to kind of take the, take the plunge and ask her out. Right. And she said no. And that, that was the rejection. Okay. So let's say that happened. So then I, I can't even describe to you the number of scenarios of possible scenarios for why that could have happened because they are literally, literally infinite. There are an infinite number of reasons why she could have rejected you, okay? And it being about you are maybe like five of them out of the infinite, okay? So, you know, who knows? Maybe she, um, maybe she's got a boyfriend. Maybe she's met someone she really likes, but they're in this sort of complicated thing and she doesn't want to bring you into the middle of it. Maybe uh, she's a lesbian. Maybe she's uh asexual maybe she uh was you know sexually harassed and is really sour on men right now okay maybe um you know she's she's just found out she's pregnant from one night stand a few months ago maybe she's really focused on her career right now maybe you know, maybe she was caught up. You see how none of those have anything to do with you? You see how all of those number, whatever, however many I just listed, and I've got like 10 more in my head. Um, any of those scenarios could be true and you, they wouldn't have had anything to do with you. Okay. So, so any of those things could be going on as well. And they are, something's going on on her end anyway, Right. So while part of it is about you, it's never all about you. It can't be because she's a human. So she's got stuff going on too. Maybe it's not anything what you think. And maybe you just caught her off guard and she's shy. And she, you know, got a little bit startled and and said no before she could think. And you felt rejected and left before pursuing anything. Or, you know, maybe she's actually really into you, but she was caught off guard and got nervous. Like, any of these things could be happening that could explain the, the rejection, okay? So it is important to take responsibility for, for your part. You know, if women consistently reject you, okay, in a loving way, okay, that's not a blame thing. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you <laughs> at all, okay? You have excellent, amazing reasons for being exactly how you are now, okay? You had, and we've talked about this in this radio show before, You had experiences when you were a young child that you may not even remember right now. And those experiences had transformational effects, okay? Those really made an impact on who you are. And you've carried the results of those experiences into adulthood, okay? So in some ways, you're still living from your, who you were as a kid, really, Okay. So, and that's okay. You know, that's all right. 
that's all right. What's important is that you know that that's happening, okay? Those are what form your screen. So when you, you know, have these experiences as a child, and again, you may not even remember them. It doesn't mean that you had a terrible childhood. You could have had the most idyllic childhood that anyone has had on the planet. You will still grow up with these because you have an experience as a child and the child, children generalize their experience. So they, so X happens to them and they just assume that the world is X, you know, okay, well, you know, mom left even emotionally when I was a kid. And so women can't be trusted. They'll always leave you. And then sure enough, women will always leave you. So we go into this in, you know, in more detail um, in other episodes and we will again, but this is really what forms your screen. Okay. Your screen is formed at a young age and that's just important to know. So, so be aware that yes, if you are consistently rejected by women, there's something about you that's pushing women away. Great. Now that you know that it's at least partially you, you can fix it. <laughs> that's not a blame thing. Everybody's got their thing. Some people can't make money. Some people can't stay in one place. Some people can't find a relationship. Some people can't feel good about themselves no matter what. Some people can't determine what their purpose is. Okay, so everybody's got something. So any self-blame that's coming up as I'm talking, please nip it in the bud in your own, you know, in your own head. And also like do it consciously. Nope, that is not what I choose to think right now. You know, okay, confidence is your thing. You have trouble meeting women. All right. Some women have trouble meeting men. That's okay. Similar issue. They'll have different reasons. Yada, yada. Make sense? So, so the rejection could mean anything. So yes, take your part of it. Hmm, Why do I keep being rejected by a woman? That's interesting. What is this pattern in my life? Okay, this is what I do with my clients. We find the patterns and then we find the cause of the pattern. Boom, done. Once the cause is found, you see how we're, we're addressing the actual problem, not the symptoms. Okay, I'm not telling you what words to say to a woman when you walk in. Now, we'll, we'll get a little bit practical. I got some more things to share. But it's important that you know that, that it's not about the words, okay? If you are very confident in yourself and you walk up and you, your mind goes blank, you walk up to a woman in a bar and your mind goes blank, you know, you might just crack up and say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was gonna come over here and give you this great line and I totally forgot what it was. And then you'll both laugh and boom, you're introduced. Okay, so it's not about having the right words. Okay, it's not about being necessarily in the right places, although there's an element of that, which we'll go into in just a minute. Okay, so it's about, so something inside you is causing this, is causing this to happen. Great. So now we can look inside and we can see what that is. Okay, so this lack of confidence thing, okay, we, we decided that it's, uh, it's partially fear and it's partially a lack of belief in yourself, okay? Which then causes you to spin your, um, your life experience into, into aligning with certain beliefs that you already carry, okay? Like you're, she rejected you because you're worthless. You just decided that without asking her why she rejected you. <clears throat> so, um, so how to beat it, okay? The lack of confidence. So step one. Take your power back, man. Take your goddamn power back. This is your life. It is no one else's. Okay? Don't give away parts of who you are. You can share them and connect with them. But don't, 
don't put your, your self-worth into the hands of another. Ever. It's not their job nor their right to take it. And if you're the type of person who likes holding the self-worth of others in your hands, then that's worth, of, worth looking to, you know, worth looking into. What is it about that? Do you, does that make you feel needed? Does that give you, does that give you worth? <laughs> See how these things are really, they're really woven in very subtle ways. So take your power back. Okay. So two parts of taking your power back. All right. I'm going to give you some really real steps to take here because this is such a widespread problem. And even if you're pretty confident, but you're not like hundred percent there, try this. It's a great exercise. Okay. So take some time, be somewhere quiet, uh, where you can focus. Okay. Close your eyes, take a few slow and deep breaths. Okay. Then when you're ready, when you feel centered, I want you to open your eyes and write a very honest list of things that you think are true about yourself. Very honest list. Okay. And I want you to get super real. Whatever comes to mind, write it down. I'm worthless. I'm unlovable. I'm disgusting. No one wants me. Da, 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 da. Okay. Don't fill it in with positive bullshit. Okay. Because if, if you're covering up something negative with something positive, it's positive bullshit. Okay. If you're seeking to, you know, express joy, that's authentic positivity. Okay. But inauthentic positivity is bullshit. And what happens is that you really don't um, move anywhere. Okay. You're just pretending. You're pretending that you don't hate yourself. Pretending that you don't hate yourself does not keep you from hating yourself, okay? You need to know what's there first. So don't be shy, all right? These beliefs are under there if you've got confidence issues. Genuinely, they're there regardless. <laughs> you know, we talked earlier about the person who's overly confident, right? That's another defense. Same thing. You know, they've got issues in other areas, but they will have self-worth issues. Most people do. You know, that's, that's a pretty, pretty normal thing to have, so that's okay. So, so, so make this list about yourself, you know, put down how worthless and unlovable you are. Don't dwell on it, but like be honest and then move on. Okay. Um, this is your life. Okay. There's no point pretending that you don't believe what you know perfectly well to be true. Okay. Now, obviously, are you actually worthless? No, of course not. But you think you are. And that's way more important than what I think. Okay. I think you're phenomenal. I see you in, in your reality. I, I think it's great in your flaws and in your qualities. And I'm a huge fan of all of it. That's great for me. Okay. Who cares? I'm not the one walking into a bar to meet a woman, right? You are. So what you believe about yourself is what will make the impact. Okay. So no bullshit. Write it down. Okay. Part two. I want you to write out a counter statement. Okay. Write out an affirmation around exactly those things. Okay. And it will feel untrue at first and that's okay. So if your list is I'm worthless, I'm unlovable. Okay. No one will ever love me. I'm stupid. Whatever. Okay. Write out an affirmation. I am incredibly valuable. I am profoundly lovable. 
you know, I, I am, I am worth every woman's time, whatever it is that works for you. Okay. What feels true? What excites you? What lights up a little like pilot light inside you? That's, that's just always like, maybe, maybe this. Okay. That's the excitement. So listen within. Okay. That's why you, that's why you breathe first to slow down your system and slow down your brain because all, all this, all this shit that's going on in life, okay, is covered up by your, by your thoughts and, and kind of mixed into your thoughts. Okay. So the best way to get straight to the core of what's happening is to stop thoughts. This is why meditation works. Okay. Is to stop the thoughts and slow down. Okay. Slow down your system and notice, by the way, if that makes you extremely uncomfortable and, you know, notice if it does. Hmm. That makes me very uncomfortable. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> so write out an affirmation and read it morning and night. Okay. This doesn't need to happen with another person. Just look at yourself in the mirror and come up with some, some affirmations. Okay. And then, and then really start to, to, to kind of shift that. And it's okay if they, they feel silly at first. I want you to imagine that you do have to work. Even though you know that you don't, you've already decided you're worthless. That's okay. What if you did have worth? How would that feel? Okay. Um, so this is so this is this is really big. You know, understand that whatever happens. So so the second step is to detach your self worth from the outside and begin to build it in yourself. Okay. Um, and and, and this that you know understand that that whatever happens in your life, this is not a reflection on who you are. You know, it's related. And in a way, you know, you see yourself reflected out, you know, you see yourself reflected in your life experience in the sense that you can take it and learn from it. Okay. But, but if someone doesn't like you, that does not mean that you're unlikable. Okay. You're putting yourself worth onto them and you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Okay. So take that as a learning, but not as a reflection of self-worth, okay? You're wonderful whether she sees that or not. And she might not, and that's okay. Not everyone's going to. This is, this is planet Earth. It's harsh. <laughs> it can be harsh. It can be brutal. But here we are, you know, incarnated as humans. So let's make the best of it, okay? So then the next step, after you do your exercise... Um, is to practice it in the real world and try and do it without attachment, okay? So you need to take make small steps to build your confidence, okay? So maybe just, you know, you're in line, of, you may be, you know, talking to women maybe a little too much. You don't want to go to bars and ask people out. That's fine. That's okay. You may, may not be ready for that yet. So why don't you go to a coffee shop, okay? And if you're in the line and the, um, you know, the barista is really cute, you know, maybe instead of just sort of paying and keeping your eyes down, maybe you could just say something a little flirtatious. You know, maybe you could just tell her she's got a nice smile without attachment, without now you need to marry me because I said that you have a great smile. Okay. Desperation can be felt. <laughs> and remember, this is not about reflecting your self-worth. In fact, you could actually make that the, the exercise. Make it a goal to tell, let's say, 10 women a week. Okay. Or one woman a day that you like her smile and just practice it. Just practice. And if it goes badly, it's okay. And if it goes great, that's wonderful. 
Okay. So, so this is just about making really small intentional steps to start building your confidence. Okay. And believing in yourself. Um, part of this is pay special attention to the successes. Okay. When it, when it goes well, don't just forget about it, write it down. You know, if, if, if you tell her that the barista, she's got a great smile and she laughs and giggles and says, thank you. Maybe looks a little awkward, you know, great. Smile back. doesn't need to go anything else. Then you can pay her and say, thank you very much. It doesn't need to go anywhere. This is about not being attached. Okay. Because humans, you know, our mind will naturally go towards the negative. We're naturally inclined toward the negative. Again, evolutionary and, and, and safety oriented. Okay. So, so, you know, we're, we're, we're literally designed to be scanning life, um, looking for, uh, looking for danger, right? That's how we survive. So can't argue that one. So that's fine. Okay. Here you need to intentionally do the opposite. Okay. Pay, pay special attention to the successes and let the failures go. This is the exercise. Okay. Naturally you will, you will gear towards negative, especially in this area, because you've already got underlying beliefs. You already believe that you're worthless. So, you know, really, really try and shift that, you know, huh? She smiled. I lived through it. How about that? Write it down. It worked that time. Great. If it goes badly, okay. That didn't go well. Let's try again. Okay. Make make uh, make failing a, a comfortable and even a pleasurable experience. Whoops, that didn't go well. You know, I've had that happen. I'll tell someone walking down the street that <laughs> I did that. Uh, I can't remember when. At some point, I was walking down a uh, street, and this stunning man walked past me, and I was with a friend of mine, and I was talking to her. And he, I, I saw him, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 feet in front of me. And I literally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> like I actually like lost my train of thought. And I thought that was very funny. And so, um, and so I said to him, I said, you know, even just as he was walking by, I just said, I, I literally um, lost my train of thought in the middle of my sentence because you're so attractive. And he, <laughs> he looked utterly uncomfortable and like, didn't even stop walking. Like didn't, you know, engage or whatever. And you know what? That's fine. I didn't think anything of it, laughed it off, continued my story with my friend and, you know, rolled my eyes at how silly I am. That's it. Because I don't need, you know, when I'm, when I'm hitting on someone, I'm not attached to the outcome. I was just letting that man know that he's beautiful. That was what, that was important to me. I want you to, to know that I think that you're, you're very handsome because a lot of people have very low self-esteem and it's nice to be able to, you know, have the, um, you know, to, to, to have a, a compliment paid. I mean, you know, from a woman's perspective, you tell a woman she's got a nice smile, she will remember it forever. I remember living in San Francisco in 2007 and one of the bus drivers told me um, that I was pretty or something like that. And wouldn't you believe it? I still remember that shit. I remember where I was standing. I remember what he looked like, <laughs> you know, it makes a difference in people's life. Okay. So you're making their life better and, and don't need a response. Don't need a response. Okay. 
that's a really important thing when you when you're changing yourself in in general. Um, try not try not to attach. You know, oh, that one didn't work. Okay, I'm still okay. I still want to learn this. Your business isn't working at the way you want it to. Okay, keep going. You know, iterate, try things that are different, things like that. Okay, and we're going to go into the pickup game a little bit more in in another episode. But I want to say a couple of things about it now, especially when you're when you're walking in, when you're feeling you know that lack of confidence. Start small. Okay, you don't need to go into speed dating. All right, you don't need to go into a a huge, you know, club with a you know, a, a deep bass and <laughs> and flashing lights and short skirts. You know, that might be intimidating for some men. In fact, it's intimidating for a lot of men. And it's intimidating for a lot of women. So, if that's not your scene, then don't go there to attract women because the women who are there are not your type of woman. Okay? So, so keep that in mind, you know, when you're going out there and you're, you're shopping and you're looking for, um, you know, to, to meet a woman, what kind of person are you? Okay. Where would you be hanging out? And then look at it from another perspective. What kind of woman are you looking for? Where would she be? Not where are women? There are women everywhere, everywhere. Okay. Where would someone that you're trying to pick up hang out? So if you're more if you're more interested in shy and introverted women, okay, then going to a huge club with you know flashing lights and and music and alcohol may not be that person's scene. So where would she hang out? Where where would you imagine finding her? You know, does she go to meetups? Is she part of groups? Is she you know read to kids at the library? Does she you know drink? coffee? Does she drink tea? You know, where might you find her? Where is she likely to hang out? The person that you're looking for. Okay. Another mistake that I see men making a lot is, is, well, because it's kind of another version of that. um, All women are created equal, you know, well, I just need a woman. Well, you don't just want a woman, right? You want a woman who wants you, you know, you want a woman who you want and who also wants you. That's, that's the goal right? So, so seek out that particular woman. Okay. Not speaking literally like a particular woman, but like a particular type of woman. If she's shy and reserved and reads a lot, she's probably more likely to be, you know, at a, you know, at a, at a library or at a philosophy group on Friday nights, than, you know, tearing up the town. If tearing up the town is your type of woman, then go tear it up, right? So, so, so seek out, you know, exactly what it is that, that you're looking for, okay? And if you don't know what you're looking for, spend some time on that and try it out. Go to some coffee shops, go to some meetup groups, see if, see, see where there are women that attract you, okay? And follow that around, okay? And then you know, where are you comfortable speaking to women? Not everybody likes to go to clubs. Some people go to bars. Not everybody's comfortable in bars. If you don't drink, and it's important to you that a woman that you're with doesn't drink, don't go to bars. <laughs> so a lot of this is, 
you know, some of it is, is inner work and some of it is outer work and both are as important as the other. And we'll go into the, um, the pickup game in particular, uh, more in another episode. Um, but I really want to, to communicate to you that, that, you know, measuring yourself based on how you are with women is a real losing game. Okay. You might struggle in this area. Okay. That's a fact about you. This is your life. You can choose what to make of it and you can fix any issues. You know, you can change yourself in any way that you want. That is the gift of being human. Okay. So be aware of, of self-blame that really, you know, that can really bring you down and it's not useful. So it doesn't really mean anything. Okay. So stay away from self-blame and then, you know, take responsibility. Yep. Okay. I'm shy. I have confidence issues. I'd really like to work on that. Okay. Off you go. Okay. So. If you have questions, comments, please feel free to reach out to me um, either on Twitter at Dominique Drew, on Instagram at the same, um, or on my website, DominiDrew.com. You can also find me on Facebook. So feel free to reach out, ask any questions that you have to follow up today uh, to today's show if you'd like. And thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Take very good care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.